Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello world, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you today. It is Friday. Thank you, Jesus. It is Friday. I am so thankful. It is Friday. This has been such a week. I hope you're all doing well. I know everyone watched the big debate last night between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. It was a referendum, so to speak, on the policies of the left, which are in place very firmly in the state of California, and the policies of an actual right, a right-leaning, right-wing governor who actually governs to the right. He governs according to the record or to the rhetoric, and that was Ron DeSantis. It was a stunning exchange. I confess I didn't watch the whole thing. We're going to get into a bunch of debate coverage tonight. In fact, I'm going to let Ron DeSantis do a lot of the heavy lifting on this show today. We're going we're gonna to run some of the clips and go through some of the more interesting moments in that debate today on the Shannon Joy Show. I also want to get your feedback. So if you guys are on the live chat, make sure you give me some comments. I'd like to read a few of them to get your thoughts on the debate last night. As I'm seeing on Twitter, it is hands down, 100%, no questions whatsoever, Ron DeSantis absolutely obliterated <laughs> poor Gavin Newsom on that debate stage yesterday to the point that Gavin Newsom is now saying that they cheated. He's accusing Ron DeSantis and Fox News of cheating on the debate, which is evidence that he lost the debate. So it was delicious. The, the clips that I did see, the rhetoric was, I mean, how often do you get to see someone actually articulate your positions in a powerful way? backed up by facts and data, and then actually carried out with discernible policy outcome in the state that he is governing. It's like the trifecta of a debate performance. We'll get into all of it. As you can tell, guys, I think he did a fantastic job, an absolutely fantastic job, and it's making Trump more and more irrelevant. There's one guy who refuses, who's too chicken, who's too afraid 
to get on a debate stage and defend his presidency, defend his candidacy, and defend his positions. And that person is Donald Trump. And so this is now really shining a spotlight on how cowardly he is and how, um, you know, bad his campaign is. So we're going to talk about that today on the program. Lots of really great clips. Thank you, Aaron, for producing the show today and pulling those clips for me. Let's say hello to uh, everyone on the live chat. Oh, we have some new viewers. We have Liz. We have Nautical. We have CJP Rumble, who's always with us. Studio 8424 is airing the Shannon Joy Show from the Great Smoky Mountains of East Tennessee, which is super exciting. And that's really cool. My mom, Merle, is on the feed. We have Sean, native Texan. Hey, guys. So glad to be with you on Rumble. We are live on Rumble. Please give us a follow, a thumbs up, a comment. That helps us with the algorithm. Also, if you're watching live on Twitter, make sure you tweet this out, retweet it, send a comment over. And Twitter was pretty hot yesterday. Before we get into the in-depth analysis and clips and video from last night's debate, um, I have to tell you guys this story. I don't know how many of you are on Twitter, but I was assaulted by the Twitter cult, bot, troll, MAGA, pro-Trump. I mean, it was insane yesterday based on a tweet that I put out, which is now officially, unbelievably, this tweet that I put out at 1.17 p.m. yesterday on Twitter, I think now is officially my most widely disseminated and uh, most highly viewed tweet in the history of the Shannon Joy show. I put that out at 1.17 p.m. And it basically invited the full-on wrath of the MAGA cult on my little Twitter account yesterday. Again, you guys know I tend to kick hornet's nests. Apparently, everywhere I go, I got Dan Bongino mad at me. I got Julie Kelly's panties in a bunch over what she said about Bob Vanderplatz and and Ron DeSantis versus Trump, and now like the full-on wrath of the MAGA cult, 270,000 views so far on this one tweet. And so I want to tell you guys, this is actually a great lesson in social media, whether it's Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and how fake movements can come in and manipulate your experience on social media and literally change the way you think or feel about an issue or an event and then impact the way you act in your real life. So what is happening, which is fake on Twitter or on social media, actually impacts what happens in the way you conduct yourself in real life. And that's they've been doing that really since the Obama administration and you know, since we've all become addicted to social media and our screens and our phones. Uh, more and more, our experiences on social media are shaping our real physical life. And we have to stop doing that. And so this was actually a very stressful afternoon for me yesterday. Because, it, I mean, let me tell you, the, I mean, the see you next Tuesday, the B word, the, like, it was, it was vicious. Um, it was wicked. And it was based on this tweet. So I'm going to tell you what I tweeted out that got them so incredibly mad and actually almost got me ratioed because what happened when they saw the tweet, it went out and then it went out to the bot farms, the troll farms and the sheep herders. And I'll define what those are in a minute so that you guys can understand how this works on social media. This is very informative. I'm I'm telling the story so that you guys know and that you're empowered 
um, with the truth about how these things work. But I was almost ratioed over this. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, am I going to go down this way? They're calling for me to be banned from Twitter and to have my, my account suspended. Um, some were calling for me to be investigated by like the you know federal agents for um, threatening people with physical violence. And so, yeah, yeah, this is what happened yesterday. Battling a vicious horde of these MAGA cultists on Twitter based on this tweet. So this is what I tweeted out at 1.17 p.m. yesterday. And the reason, the, the tweet said this, we have to obliterate, I mean, obliterate the MAGA cult. It's the only way. And that was the extent of the tweet. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words. Okay, eleven words. We have to obliterate the MAGA cult. It's the only way. And I tweeted that really based on my interaction with the MAGA cult post Julie Kelly interview, which I suggest you all go back and watch this week. Again, I make everyone mad. I kick hornets' nests all the time. And I tweeted this because I really was perplexed. I've been thinking a lot about this like bizarre cult-like adoration of Donald Trump by by MAGA individuals. It's it's crazy. I mean, if you see videos of Roger Stone, people close to Donald Trump, almost demonic looking in some of his affects and this kind of idol worshiping, bowing down turning themselves inside out, upside down, into pretzels to defend Donald Trump when he betrays them and abuses them over and over and over. The J6 prisoners, this was one area that I just was blowing my mind. Like these people are in jail because of Trump. They are in the position they are in because he decided he knew he had lost the election. He knew he was going to lose the election. His advisors told him that he was going to lose the election. And this came out in, in sworn testimony from people like Jason Miller prior to losing the election. And then Roger Stone advised him to go on the Stop the Steal campaign, even though they knew the election was lost. And yes, there were irregularities. And yes, there was probably cheating. I'm not discounting that. But all of Trump's advisors were telling him there's no way there is no way that he would win in, in these court cases and actually you know, win this election. Despite that, they told all of their followers, come to Washington, D.C., come to the Capitol. It was riddled with FBI agents. It was a complete trap. They led them into the Capitol. The chaos ensued. And now, I mean, five of the Jan 6 um, individuals on the day of January 6th died that day. You have people rotting in prisons, 1,200 plus indictments, people going to jail for, for, you know, 10, 12, 20 years, people who still haven't had sentencing. It's insane. And yet the, these people still defend the guy that, that put them in that position. And I'm like, this is a cult. This is, this is cult-like behavior. The problem is the cult. It's the worship of the idol. And we have to destroy the idol. We have to obliterate the MAGA cult. So that's why I wrote the tweet. It went bananas. I was watching. I mean, I came back to the tweet and all of a sudden I see it retweeted, retweeted, retweeted. At first, all the comments were really positive, And then you could just see the horde come in of bots, trolls, and the comments were absolutely vicious. They were sharing it out to each other. They're like, who is this Shannon Joy? Check out Shannon Joy. Go and like bombard her account. Let's show her how powerful MAGA is. 
And indeed, it seemed powerful. I'm watching the, you know, all of the the retweets and they're accelerating and accelerated. I'm sweating and sweating like, oh my gosh, they are going to try to get me thrown off of Twitter for this. And I, I must confess for a moment, I was very like concerned and, and like, and worried and a little bit frightened. Like what is going to happen here? Am I going to lose, you know, cause I'm looking at the tweet and I'm like, I didn't clearly, I didn't mean to like, I didn't mean I want to obliterate human beings. I'm talking about the cult. And, uh, but that's how they took it. And they're basically saying that I was inciting violence. I'm threatening violence against them. I want to like kill them. I want to genocide them, which is completely not true. And so I'm second guessing myself, second guessing myself. I'm seeing them just being attacked, but I'm looking at the hordes. And I realize at one point that most of the people commenting and most of the people doing the retweeting and the commenting were likely not real people. I can tell when it's a bot, it's usually no profile picture with a name and like 17 letters behind it. That's how you know they're not real. And a lot of the bots, they just generate. They don't, it's not even a human behind it. It's an algorithm or some type of computer program that is picking up on keywords and then going out. And so a lot of the activity was bot related. There are also trolls. Those are human beings. Uh, they are behind keyboards, but they don't really think or believe any of the things that they're saying. They're just paid to do it. A lot of them were in, I mean, there are troll farms in Ukraine and in Eastern European countries where they go and they just find people like me who innocuously post out, you know, an idea or a theme and they just swarm and descend. It's like the gates of hell open up over your social media account. And you're like, whoa, what did I do? Second guessing. And I'll tell you what I did right then. I started praying. I started praying because I was scared. You know, listen, uh, Twitter is important to my business. Uh, I platform on Twitter. I do a lot of, um, you know, gaining an audience on Twitter. And when you get attacked, again, t- 270,000 views at this point for my little 30,000, 34,000 person Twitter feed. And by the way, I'm small but mighty. My my followers are like amazing. And so we don't have um, as many millions of followers as other accounts, but you guys are really engaged in your authentic followers. And so the engagement level on my account is much higher than other ones, people that have, you know, 10 times the audience that I do on Twitter. And so I'm watching this happening and I'm thinking, okay, um, a lot of this isn't real. I'd say 50% of the people commenting are not even, um, you know, real people. And then you have the trolls and then you have the, you know, the, the sheep herders. That's what I call them. These are the likely Trump paid MAGA paid accounts that have thousand, one hundred thousand plus followers, and they kind of herd the sheep. So they they go out, they put out the battle cry or the call for all the bots and trolls to come in. They point them to my account so that the gates of hell open up on the account and they just lead them all in. And it was getting more and more ferocious as every minute passed by. And so I immediately just started praying. I'm like, listen, and really questioning my own heart. I was looking at my tweet, I'm like questioning myself, like, should I have said that? Of course I didn't mean I want to obliterate people, but um, I do believe, you know, I, I just questioned myself, like, do I, do I really believe this? And after, you know, a few minutes, um, I, I, I was, you know, looking at the tweet and I thought to myself, yeah, I do believe this. I do believe this is the truth. I believe this, this cult is dangerous. This cult of personality, this cult, this political cult that has dominated everything in the United States of America. Every single thing we talk about is through the prism of Trump and his cult. Every issue, every election, everything is back. We're focusing. It's like a shiny object that will never go away. And we can't have real discussion and debate. Notice how substantive 
the debate was between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. How much did we learn last night? A lot. Because we're not distracted by the talking points and the name calling and just the, the, the utter depravity that is Donald Trump, MAGA, and, and that cult. And so as I began to work this out in my mind, I, I gained my courage and I'm like, you know what? God has got this. And yeah, I'm doubling down on this. Screw that. Screw these, these fake bots and trolls. I'm not going to back down. I'm not afraid of MAGA. I'm not afraid of what I truly believe. And I stand in truth. So I went on and what I decided to do, because I'm thinking, should I take this down? If I take it down, then it's going to be even worse than that, you know? And, but then I'm like, did I, was it really like wrong for me to say? So this is everything that's going through my mind yesterday. And, um, what I decided to do was completely confront it. And this is what I put out. So I did not take it down. In fact, I doubled down on it and I posted this. I retweeted it. Okay. So now I'm going to fall in. If they're going to make my account famous, I'm going to take advantage of that because I was right. What I said is what I believe to be true. And I think I'm right about it. So what I did was I retweeted it with a quote. And this is what I wrote. And I'm going to stand by this. Wow. This is what I tweeted yesterday. This tweet really triggered the MAGA bots and trolls and some of the cultists. Their knickers are in a bunch, so I'll address my statement. For clarification, I am generally pro-human and anti-cult. I would absolutely support the obliteration of most cults, especially violent cults, sex cults, and death cults. Political cults can wreak havoc on societies at large, so I'm not really a fan of political cults either. People who are who are in cults blindly worship idols, they lose the ability to reason, they isolate themselves from friends and family, and will obliterate themselves for the sake of the cult if you allow them to do so. They are victims, in my opinion. To be very clear, people who voted for Trump are not cultists. People who want to make America great again are not cultists. They are normal people just like you and me. The MAGA cult I am referring to is a very small sliver of completely radicalized Trump followers who are basically batshit crazy. They will destroy themselves and everything around them, including America, including our Constitution and you and me, including this country, in their utter blind worship of Donald Trump. They need to be emancipated from this cult, and I believe the only way to do that is to get rid of the cult, to obliterate the cult, clearly not the people. I am clearly not talking about obliterating human beings. I'm talking about obliterating an organization that is dangerous to the people in it and the country at large. I stand by the statement, thank you, and good night. <laughs> and that was my response. That was my response. And as I was writing it and pushing it out, I felt my courage grow. I knew, you know what? These people need to be confronted. They are such bullies. They are such nasty, lying, vicious, vicious bullies. And I, for one, am sick of cowering to Trump, cowering to his accolades, the bullies who come out on his behalf, whether it's the sheep herders on social media, the damn Bonginos on Rumble or Truth Social, or the bots and the trolls that they pay for to make you think that there is a reality occurring on social media. And they deploy this on regular people all the time. 
this is why I wanted to explain this to you and explain what happened. Now, after that happened, by the way, I felt complete peace. Everything is good. I am not worried at all. And let me tell you, courage is contagious. When I see people like Ron DeSantis standing up and not backing down to Trump, not backing down to Newsom, not backing down to the mob, that gives me courage. And I know that when you guys see other people walking out and stepping out in courage, I hope that gives you courage too, to stand up and speak out. Dr. Robert Malone yesterday said that Matthias Desmet is working on a book about speaking truth, not being afraid to speak truth. And I think that's the first step of speaking truth is not fearing, not being afraid. And if you examine your heart and you examine your soul, And you try to stay close to God and you stay in your Bible and you stay in scripture and you know that you are genuine and honest and you have good intentions from where you're coming from. You can never, ever, ever go wrong in the truth. And I did examine myself. If I look back at that tweet and I thought that I went too far or I said the wrong thing, I would have deleted it and I would have said I was sorry, right? Because that's another truth is admitting when you're wrong and when you say a wrong thing or do a wrong thing. And we all do. I get things wrong. I make mistakes. And that's one of the steps in the process to getting to truth. But when you are in truth, you feel good. You feel genuine. And I want to encourage all of you guys to do that as well, because on social media, this strategy plays out all the time. The first time I saw this strategy of the bots and the trolls and the sheep herders that are deployed on social media was actually on Facebook. And it was about eight or nine years ago when I put a very innocuous post out about on Facebook about vaccines. And I posted something along the lines of, I think that people should be able to decide whether or not they get a vaccine. I wasn't on the vaccine issue. I had never explored vaccines as an issue. I just kind of must have seen something. And so I posted it out. And again, it was the same thing. It was like the gates of hell opened on my Facebook account. And there were doctors from Ohio. I mean, I had hundreds of people engaging. And they're like, you're stupid. You're an idiot. You're an anti-vaxxer. I'm like, what the heck is an anti-vaxxer? I've never even heard of an anti-vaxxer. And they just attacked my social media. And that put up my radar. I'm like, okay, something's up here. The second time I experienced the bots and the trolls and the sheep herders on social media was on Twitter and Facebook. And that was during the Cruz versus Trump primary in the fall of 2015. It was October, November of 2015 that I first experienced all of these social media people. And at that time, the Facebook vaccine issue and the Trump uh, cruise issue, because I was for cruise and I wasn't for Trump and they were just hammering me, right? At that time, I thought they were real. And I was totally questioning myself. I'm like, why are, like, why is, why does everyone love Trump so much? Like, what is this? Little did I know that a lot of that is fabricated. It's created. It's totally fake. They want you to question what is true. They want you to question what is real. And they want you to do that. They build it on social media. And then you mirror that in your real life. So then when you're talking to your neighbor, right, you start to adopt the premise that you learned and witnessed on social media. And then people act it out in a reality. So first they build the narrative on social media and they change the way you think about something. And then people go into their real life and they actually act it out what they're experiencing on social media. But the point is, it's not real. It's not. That has been what has been revelation to me. And it's taken literally seven or eight years of of observing social media very closely and looking for patterns in the course of my job. 
And so now, you know, I feel like I defeated them last night. I really do. You know, even though, um, even though, you know, it's still, I mean, it's still churning and burning at this point, they're just doing me favors because they're just getting my name out there to a lot of people. And I will take that. But yeah, Merle, who just uh, posted, everything is a psyop. And yeah, it's, it's scary. It's actually not scary. Once you understand it, it's not scary because then you go in and you're like, oh, this is fake. This is not real. You know, and some of it is there are a sliver, you know, of the people who commented on my um, post. There are some real people, but they're largely being influenced by the bot in the troll farms. Right. It's crazy. Mind blowing. Okay, took me a little bit longer to uh, tell that story, but I wanted to because it's very instructive in engaging on social media, whether it's Rumble or Twitter or Facebook. And um, yeah, to just reassert that, listen, this Trump train is not as powerful as people think it is. And Ron DeSantis, I think, proved that last night. Uh, he said many people were thinking that uh, once we got to a, a DeSantis uh, Newsom debate where DeSantis could actually shine and actually display uh, some of his knowledge and expertise and his, his command of the topics, that this would be a game changer. And this is a game changer. The people over at MAGA should be scared. They should be worried because Ron DeSantis is hot on their heels. Doesn't matter what the national polls are saying. The only thing that matters is Iowa. And this sets him up very nicely for a very strong showing in Iowa in January. So we're going to be back to get into that analysis and the clips today on the Shannon Joy Show. Doesn't your dog deserve the best shampoo? Quinn Pittman not only makes the best goat milk soap and shampoo for you, he also found the secret formula for your dog. Here's Tanya. As the owner of a Labradoodle that's very active on our three acres, I have tried several pet shampoos to keep him clean and the home smelling good. Nothing has worked as well as QP Goat Soap's pet shampoo. It cleans really well, it lathers, it is great on fleas, and best of all, it smells amazing. I will never buy another product again. And I know that when I buy from QP Goat Soap, I'm supporting a local family that shares my values. And that is really important to me. Family values. That's what drove Quinn and his family to create a successful family business that makes the best goat milk soap and shampoo for you and your dog. Get yours at QPGoatSoap.com. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy 
and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Welcome back everyone to the Shannon Joy Show. You know what to do. Go to qpgoatsoap.com, qpgoatsoap.com, load up, stock up on all your Christmas gift giving and you will get an extra 10% off when you use the co- the promo code J-O-Y. Yep, that's me, Joy. 10% off already discounted items. It is handmade on a family farm. The real thing, organic goat milk soap. It is so creamy. It is so sudsy. And it doesn't strip your skin of any of the, the necessary fats. They don't strip any of the fats and oils out that typical cleansers do that you'll get on the grocery shelf. Um, like I said, uh, multiple times. I'm not even using lotion right now because it's so nourishing. Love, love, love this soap. The whole family loves it. That's qpgoatsoap.com, qpgoatsoap.com, promo code JOY. All right, let's get into, and thank you for all of your comments, everyone. Yep, I'm looking at them. Um, let's get into the debate. So I think it's very clear. It's very clear, crystal clear. There is no debate about this debate. Gavin Newsom is out being a big fat crybaby because uh, he's saying that they cheated because everyone knows DeSantis absolutely wiped the debate floor with Gavin Newsom yesterday. It wasn't even close. Um, there are a couple points I want to get into, and then I think I'm going to let Ron DeSantis do some of the heavy, lift, heavy lifting from some of the, the clips that we're going to pull and play for you guys. Um, but these are just some of my observations. First of all, this was a really interesting deba- debate. Um, how long has it been? I don't usually watch debates. I actually never watch debates because they are circus sideshows. You have a lot of, uh, you know, if you look at the the primary debates with the Nikki Haley's and the Vivek's and the Chris Christie's, it's a lot of copy, you know, copy points and consultant approved one-liners and you don't really get into any substance whatsoever. And they're just absolutely tedious. This was actually a very interesting debate that DeSantis won hands down. Number one, he actually showed up to debate. This is something that his primary opponent, uh, Donald Trump, refuses to do because Donald Trump is a big fat coward. Um, He's also completely fearless. He never once backed down to Gavin Newsom. He just pressed in, pressed forward, complete courage. You can tell that he has the courage of conviction. He knows his issues. He knows what he believes. He's thought it out in a very strategic and precise way. He tests everything against, obviously, a moral compass in the Constitution. And it's just very clear. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He knows exactly what he believes. You can tell he has a deep understanding, this is Governor Ron DeSantis, of even the most complex uh, domestic issues, uh, let alone foreign policy issues. He has fantastic recall. He's a great storyteller. One of the things I noticed last night was that he told a lot of stories about the people that he's talked to in California and the people that he's talking to in Florida, people who have fled California for the freedom of 
Florida, stories that he's hearing on the campaign trail. And he's telling those stories rather than the kind of bore, boring, staid, policy-driven remarks that are full of stats and numbers and data. All that's good. And all of that can back up the stories that he's telling. But it's the stories that are keeping an audience and keeping the attention of the audience. And he was very good at that yesterday. And most people, they would say if there's a downside to Ron DeSantis, he's not as affable or as likable as some of the other candidates. But I thought that he did a good job of telling those stories. He also, as I mentioned, can maintain the attention of a regular audience full of regular people who are suffering right now. I mean, that's the thing. I think all of us, there's a deep malaise in this country. We're going to hell in a handbasket in this country. The economy is in the toilet. People don't even know. Yesterday, Dr. Robert Malone and I talked about speculation among very smart people and opinion leaders and thought leaders across the country that we might not even make it to an election next year if they crash the economy, if this economy continues to go in the trajectory that it is going right now. That's an astounding statement from Dr. Robert Malone that I have heard from multiple people within the medical freedom community, that things are so bad. Now, we're going to fight that, that fight for the truth so that doesn't happen. But th- this country is in a deep, deep malaise, a, an absolute re- re- recession, and potentially we're already even into depression territory economically. And so people are open. They want to hear from a person who understands how they are suffering. And not the the social justice warrior talking points, not the LGBTQ talking points, not the woke talking points about that. You know, people want to be met where they are and people are very concerned about this country. And I think that he met that. Um, I think that um, the, the strongest theme for Ron DeSantis, which to me makes him the most compelling candidate on the Republican side. And as you all know, I really like Bobby Kennedy Jr. on the Democrat independent side. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll have a contest between those two. But I think what makes Ron DeSantis the most compelling of all the Republican candidates is that he basically nails every issue on the merits. It's constitutional. Um, I agree with him on everything that he's saying, everything that he said on the debate stage. I have no problem with all of it is measured against the Constitution. He has a very strong constitutional theme. And essentially, uh, you know, you get the the rhetoric. Uh, articulated in a very, very um, powerful way, backed up by an actual record, right? So he gives the rhetoric. He's saying everything you want him to say, everything I want him to say. I'm like pumping my fist. I'm like, finally, finally, someone with half a brain and the ability to put together a coherent thought and sentence can get up on a podium and go head to head with the poster child. The star, Gavin Newsom is supposed to be the shining star of the Democrat Party. Imagine if imagine if Ron DeSantis went up against Joe Biden or Donald Trump. He would annihilate them, absolutely annihilate them. And so this idea that this guy can get up, he can put together coherent arguments, he understands the policies, he understands his record. You have this brilliant rhetoric matched with, oh, and by the way, this is what we did in Florida. I can't even count how many times he said, well, we passed this legislation in Florida. We did this in Florida. In fact, Gavin Newsom even accused him of pardoning J6 prisoners, which Julie Kelly just said he never did. I thought that was an interesting takeaway 
in the debate. So these are my thoughts. Also, you know, he was funny at times. I think it was just, I think it, it was great. I think he was great. I think that MAGA should be freaking out right now. Absolutely freaking out. Trump should be very, 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 very scared. Ron DeSantis is going to be able to raise a lot of money on this, on this debate. And I'm talking about big dollar donors, not just the little guys. And I'm not talking about the Koch brothers or the big pharmaceutical companies. I'm talking about people in various states who have businesses, who are, um, you know, typically heavy donors of the Republican Party. Remember, they're holding their money back. The Republican Party only has something like $60 million in the bank, which is insane. They are hemorrhaging. Trump is hemorrhaging. 91 indictments. The lawyer fees are absolutely crushing his campaign and his time and his energy. Okay? So these donors are holding back. I guarantee, watch the floodgates open after this debate because Ron DeSantis has proved himself to be capable. He's proved himself on a debate stage in a kind of free-flowing, back-and-forth type of debate. It was excellent. All right, let's get to some of, uh, there are two clips I really want to get to. Let's go now to the, let, let's go to break. When we come back and let's just do, let's do a goat soap commercial. Aaron, let's not do the trailer for the show because we only have a little bit more time left. I have to, I have a hard 12 noon out today. So I want to get to at least these two clips. So let's go to break very quickly for goat soap and then we'll come back and play the, the clips. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Doesn't your dog deserve the best shampoo? Quinn Pittman not only makes the best goat milk soap and shampoo for you, he also found the secret formula for your dog. Here's Tanya. As the owner of a Labradoodle that's very active on our three acres, I have tried several pet shampoos to keep him clean and the home smelling good. Nothing has worked as well as QP Goat Soap's pet shampoo. It cleans really well, it lathers, it is great on fleas, and best of all, it smells amazing. I will never buy another product again. And I know that when I buy from QP Goat Soap, I'm supporting a local family that shares my values. And that is really important to me. Family values. That's what drove Quinn and his family to create a successful family business that makes the best goat milk soap and shampoo for you and your dog. Get yours at QPGoatSoap.com. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, 
and call Colonial Metals Group today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. Let's get right into the education clip. I'm going to play the whole thing. Some of these clips are a little bit longer, but I want to get the back and forth. And this education clip was really, really important. Governor Ron DeSantis did something incredibly courageous in this clip when they were discussing education, Florida education versus the education system in the state of California. So let's pull up that clip first, and we'll start there. Uh, or is it the role of the school? What is the role the role of the school is to educate kids, not indoctrinate kids. It's not to impose an agenda. It's to do the basics. And what we've said in Florida is it's inappropriate to tell a kindergartner uh, that their gender is a choice. It's inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. Uh, they want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have a seven, five and a three year old. We don't think that that's appropriate. And I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. Uh, it's also important to respect parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom, and everything should be age appropriate. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children, uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools. Uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids. I, I mean, in and so that was absolutely courageous. Uh, he brought up this book, is, or no, he brought up ge uh, gender porn, and or I'm sorry, gender queer, which is absolutely full on pornography. And what's interesting about this, uh, you know, we have been battling. I started reporting on gender queer probably two years ago. We've been battling, fighting like hell in my local school district to get that book, gender queer out of the libraries in the Fairport Central School District. Um, these books are out, absolutely outrageous, full on child pornography, the disse dissemination of child pornography. And it's not just genderqueer, it's dozens and dozens of books. In fact, we found probably two to three dozen books with explicit graphic, pornographic images of children engaging in all sorts of sexual activities. And these are in libraries, elementary school libraries, across my school district. This is across the country. Now, Gavin Newsom, uh, we didn't play the part of the clip where Gavin Newsom came back and said, that's totally not true. You know, he, he um, you know, objected to, to Ron DeSantis holding up that picture from genderqueer. But um, that is a complete manipulation. You notice that what, what Gavin Newsom said was that um, we don't teach that. It's not in the curriculum. We don't teach that. That's what he kept saying. We don't teach that. It's not in the curriculum. No, it's not in the sex ed curriculum written out explicitly. It's certainly not banned from the sex ed curriculum. So a, a health teacher could go in and use that book if they wanted to. There's nothing in, in the state of California that would prohibit them from doing that. But what, what Gavin Newsom said that was such a lie was that um, you know he denied those books being in schools. Those books are in schools. They're in schools across the country. They're in elementary school libraries. That's where most of those books are where these kids have access to them. It's disgusting. And kudos to Ron DeSantis for holding up those pictures 
that is so powerful. People don't believe one of the things that we, we went up against when we were trying to educate the community about what is in our libraries, people do not want to see the pictures. And so I would stand at school board meetings and I would pass out packets of images of the pictures that we have in our library. And people would literally, literally throw the packets on the floor. They would throw the packets on the floor because they didn't want to face what they were doing to their own children. They didn't want to face the images and the pictures to his point that would be prohibited. If, if Fox News were to show those pictures on their broadcast, they would be hit with a massive fine from the FCC, an FCC violation, and they could be hit with the dissemination of child pornography. That's how insane that is. That's how impactful what Ron DeSantis just did on that debate stage. And I give him an enormous amount of credit for holding up that image. That was a boss, boss move. All right, let's go to the uh, another clip. I wanted to, oh, there was one other thing. And no, that was it. All right, I want to go to the lockdown governor clip where they sparred over DeSantis and Gavin Newsom sparred over um, the states and their um, addressing of COVID-19 and the COVID-19 lockdowns, which again, this is what I want. A Trump presidency will never, ever, ever go back and relitigate or reassess what happened into 2021 or 22 because Trump was complicit. He did the PREP Act, the CARES Act, he wrote the executive orders, he handed the government over to the, the he handed the country over to the Pentagon and to Anthony Fauci. All right. He promoted the masking, promoted the lockdowns, locked grandma in the nursing home and shoved $8 billion in the pockets of the pharmaceutical corporations so that they could create and disseminate their kill shots. So we will never get this discussion of whether or not it worked, right? Or any justice for the people who were harmed or killed or maimed by the actions of our own government in 2020 because Trump is completely complicit. All right? This is why we need someone other than Trump or Biden. This is why we need an RFK Jr. and a Ron DeSantis because then we can have these discussions. So let's go ahead and roll the discussion on lockdowns. Because uh, I had Disney open during COVID and we made them a fortune and we saved a lot of jobs. You had Disney closed inexplicably for over a year. You were not following science. You were a lockdown governor. You did a lot of damage to your people. You had more kids locked out of school for a longer period of time in California than anywhere else in the country. It was the working class kids. It was the middle income kids. His kids were in private school. They were in class in person. He locked people out because of the teachers union. He is owned by the teachers union. You will never cross the teachers' union. This is union. just a lot of high Lock, stock, and barrel. Talk about- and so once again, uh, going head-to-head on the policies of lockdown again, Ron DeSantis just not backing down. And I want to encourage you, uh, the, the clips that I sent, the clips that I wanted are actually a little bit longer than the ones that they're putting up for us. But I encourage you guys to go back and and watch the entire debate. Um, watch some of these clips that I'm going to be putting out on uh, Twitter and on social media. But once again, you have just a very, very clear delineation between the policies of the lockdown governors, people like Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. And yes, Ron DeSantis did. It was interesting in that exchange. Gavin Newsom um, actually defended Trump. He was like, 
Trump, you, you know, you, you locked down, uh, you know, in the early days of COVID-19, you, you shut the beaches, you closed the schools, you closed the churches. And Ron DeSantis is like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, you did. Trump even said so. Trump even said so. So now you have Gavin Newsom defending Trump. Do you see how like they're morphing into one? What I was saying yesterday from, from MAGA to Marxism, like that's exactly happening. If we continue to allow the MAGA cult, a tiny minority of vicious, loud cult members drag this country off a cliff. I mean, they are at, at, at this point, Thelma and Louisiana us off a cliff, right? With their craziness. If we allow them, if we can't put our heads on straight and we allow this tiny little fragment of, the, of society just destroy this country because of the cult worship of Donald Trump, well, then shame on us. But if we continue to go down the MAGA right, r- route, we are going to get full on Marxism. And this is why this is becoming more and more clear to more people. I can see the, the DeSantis team and his organization getting bolder. They're even funny. At one point they talked about uh, when they were talking about the, um, the poop city, San Francisco. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll get to that clip in a minute when we get, when we're done with the break. But um, right when they were talking about the just disgusting, disgusting conditions in San Francisco, the DeSantis team rolled out these socks, like these special socks um called the california walking socks and they're now for sale and so um this is this would be a funny christmas present while the debate between florida governor and desantis and this is from fox and california governor gavin newsom was unfolding on fox news the desantis campaign unveiled merchandise poking fun at newsom in the state of san francisco's streets thinking about visiting california the desantis campaign website said you're going to need a pair of these order your california walking socks before you're dodging feces in san francisco and they're like fortified they're brown it's 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 pretty funny but they're getting their their sense of humor you you can see that the confidence is growing um chris, chris nelson reopen chris on twitter was in the joy virtual studio last week and he made this prediction i don't know how he knew this but he said you know what's going to be a game changer in all of this he's like desantis versus gavin newsom that debate is going to be a game changer because that's going to be the first time. Remember, Chris is down watching very closely. He's embedded in Florida politics. I'm going to have him on actually next week. He said, um, you know, that is the first time people in Florida know who Ron DeSantis is. Um, People who watch the earlier debates, the sideshow circus debates with all the stupid candidates who aren't really running, um, no, no one saw the real DeSantis there. He said the Gavin Newsom DeSantis debate is going to be where the American people, the the public at large is finally able to see who Governor Ron DeSantis is and what he can do. And I think that Chris Nelson was absolutely right. So we're going to get his analysis next week. Let's go to break. Um, We're going to come back with a couple more clips and then we're going to close it out right here on the Shannon Joy Show. It was six years ago when Quinn Pittman and his family started making goat milk soap and shampoo. Quinn was just nine years old. QP Goat Soap has turned into a successful family business Thanks to you. Sandra loves it. you got to give it a try. Like I said, if people would just use the Quinn's goat milk soap, because the oils are different. I have bought at a flea market and have used before is uh, somebody's goat milk soap. But you can tell it's not as um, rich in lathering. So you've got the the best oils and um, that you're using to make the best soap. You really do. Quinn has found the secret formula. By using the right amounts of goat milk, 
natural oils, and natural fragrances to create the best goat milk soap for your skin and goat milk shampoo for your hair. You'll never go back to what you've been using. Get yours today at QPGoatSoap.com. Welcome back to the final segment of the Shannon Joy Show. We are taking a quick peek at the epic debate, the first debate I have watched in ages that I actually enjoyed. I haven't watched the entire thing, but I will be watching the entire thing when I get a chance. I've just been looking at some of the the more widely disseminated clips, but just excellent, excellent work from Governor Ron DeSantis. And to answer, I see that um, Dino Fun has a question on the live chat. Thank you guys so much for your uh, commentary on the live chat. I'm keeping an eye on it. And yeah, Dino asked this question, how do we know that DeSantis won't betray us too? Uh, Ted Cruz was once cool like DeSantis and now, well, he's Ted Cruz. I get that. I was a, I was a Cruz fan myself and uh, not so much anymore. I think the difference maker with Ron DeSantis is the discernible policy outcome that we see in the state of Florida. I think that is the best case for um, being at peace with and understanding that that Governor DeSantis will do the things he says he is going to do. And the reason that we can be assured of that is because as governor, he did the things he said he was going to do, right? So by their fruit, you shall know them. And this is this is where politics has gotten really crazy in the past 10 years, where as Republicans and conservatives, we get super, super excited when we hear a hot take or when we hear a, a, a political candidate or someone from the Republican Party say something we believe in and we're like, yeah, look at what he said. That's really great. And we get all excited about the rhetoric, about the words. And then when it actually comes to discernible policy outcome and doing the things that you said you were going to do, that never happens. And we just give them a pass over and over and over. Um, where's the wall, by the way? Tr- Trump never built a wall. Um, where is Hillary Clinton? Isn't she so, supposed to be locked up somewhere? Um, you know what I mean? What about the, the deficit spending? What about defunding Planned Parenthood? What about repealing Obamacare? What about cutting government spending and cutting gov- government agencies? What about draining the swamp? Is the swamp drained? Right? I mean, is, is, this, is the swamp drained right now? Well, you have Jan said, you have his own people in prison. You have his own attorneys in prison. So he is locking people up. Donald Trump did succeed in getting people locked up like the J6 prisoners and his own attorneys and his own campaign managers, right? Not Hillary Clinton and certainly not the swamp. Yet we are conditioned somehow, and this is like a psychosis or this is some kind of psyop. I don't know why we do this. I think it's because the conning people that we listen to tell us to, or they just make it, they make us ignore it or they move us onto a shiny object or they distract us with some scary Democrat thing, right? Well, forget about what's going on in Capitol Hill. Forget about the $17 gazillion, trillion dollar spending bill that Mike Johnson, who says nice things, remember, he's a Christian, he's biblical worldview Christian, right? And he says all the things that we like, but what is he actually doing? He is fully funding the Biden administration and the Biden agenda. He's doing it right now. So we are divorced from discernible policy outcome. So to answer your question, Dino, that's the difference maker, I think, with Ron DeSantis is that we actually have a record. We can look at the bills. We can see what he passed. We can see what he's done. We can also see um, what that results in. We can see, okay, if you have a a governor who is Republican who actually governs from the right, what do you get? And it's pretty good. 
people have it pretty nice down there in Florida. I'd like to have nice things up here in New York. Wouldn't you guys? Wouldn't you like to have nice things? So if you'd like to have nice things, well, maybe we should stop having a tizzy over good words and hot takes and get excited over discernible policy outcome when the things actually happen in a state rather than bashing this poor guy mercilessly, which is what is happening. All right, let's go back to the clips. I want to look at, for this one, I want to look at the, um, let's look at the the freedom to defecate in public. <laughs> this is one of the best lines out of DeSantis. I mean, these are just, these are just gold. These are absolutely golden. Um, let's pull up that clip and we'll take it from there. So the policies you are implementing that is different from that of California. California's adopting leftist policies. Gavin Newsom was uh, governor or uh, mayor of San Francisco. He put out a 10-year plan like 20 years ago. He was going to end homelessness. Then a few years later, he had another plan. And now he says he's going to do, and it's only gotten worse. In the last 10 years in California, the homeless has gone up 45%. It's gone down in Florida 45%. But it's caused a huge problem with quality of life in, in California. The people that flee always bring up this. They've really empowered lawlessness and drug use. And, you know, Gavin Newsom at one point tried to say that California was the freedom state. And I just kind of laugh like you're locking people down. You're doing all this. Uh, but then I thought about it. You know, California does have freedoms uh, that some people don't, uh, that other states don't. You have the freedom to defecate in public in California. You have the freedom to pitch a tent on Sunset Boulevard. You have the freedom to create a homeless encampment under a freeway and even light it on fire. You have the, the freedom to uh, have an open air drug market and use drugs. You have a freedom, if you're an illegal alien, to get all these taxpayer benefits. So, so those are freedoms. They're not the freedoms our founding fathers envisioned, but they have contributed to the destruction of the quality of life in California, and the results speak for themselves. People are leaving the state because they have failed in addressing the homeless population. Isn't it just so wonderful to watch a competent and sober individual get up and just absolutely obliterate, obliterate the left? This is, this is, I mean, it makes you realize what we've been missing these past 10 years. Right. I mean, how many of you watch a debate or watch an engagement with Donald Trump or an interview and you're just like cringing the whole time? You're like, oh, my gosh, don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Please don't say anything stupid. Right. Like, I mean, that's that's what we have been conditioned to accept as viable leadership or a good candidate. And it's total crap. It's complete crap. We've been conditioned to accept liars and cheaters and incompetence and think that that's as good as we're ever going to get it. We are like an abused spouse in this country. The American electorate is like an abused spouse, right? They come back, they lie to us, they cheat, they lie again, they laugh at us, they abuse us, they lock us down. They are destroying the lives of our children, the futures of our children. We can't buy a house. Young people can't afford to buy a house. Inflation is through the roof. Education is through the roof. It's a nightmare. And they just keep dumping it on us over and over and laughing all the way to the bank. Both parties, Trump and Biden, equally, they're all doing it. And we just take it because we don't think, I don't know, we deserve, maybe we don't deserve good. I'll tell you what, if we throw Ron DeSantis over the bus on this, if the Republican Party and conservatives are stupid enough to throw away this guy as their candidate, then yeah. Yeah, maybe we do deserve everything we're going to get from Trump, like central banking, digital currency. Or maybe Trump will just play his role if he's the candidate. 
and suspend his campaign when the economy crashes. Can you see him doing that? So we have to make some choices here. You all have to make some choices here. All right, let's end with, I think, uh, <laughs> okay, it's 12 p.m. So I got to I gotta head out. I have uh, a big interview after this for Daily Clout. By the way, I'm not going to make it. Well, let's do it. Let's do the poop map. <laughs> Let's end with it because that that is classic. This is going to give. I mean, this is going to be. This debate will be forever remembered with uh, the poop map. That you know, Ron DeSantis is very good with the visual aids today uh, or yesterday on the debate. Let's uh, let's end with that, and then I'll close it out after. All righty. Oh, we don't have the clip. Oh, Edward. Okay, never mind. Sorry, guys, you're going to have to go and find it yourself, or maybe we'll play it next week. It was a great clip. It was pretty funny. And, um, but yeah, excellent overall, excellent, excellent showing. And I think anyone who is counting out Ron DeSantis because of the polls has, uh, has a little bit more to worry about. Worry about this guy is just getting started. And, um, I'm just really glad it's finally, finally, um, wonderful to have something to actually report on and actually enjoy a debate. That was uh, really, really great work yesterday by Ron DeSantis and his team. Okay. On Monday, I'm going to be doing the show live from the Liter Liberty House uh, with Naomi Wolf and Amy Kelly. I'm going out there this weekend. I'm going to spend uh, the weekend with the ladies over at Daily Clout and a few other people, including MP Christine Anderson. She's in the European Union or the European Par European Parliament um, and is an absolute warrior for liberty. So I'm going to be doing a lot of, it's going to be working weekend. I'm going to be doing a lot of content with Brian O'Shea and Amy Kelly, Naomi Wolf, but also Christine Anderson. So make sure that you guys are here at 11 a.m. on Monday because I will be broadcasting from the Liberty House uh, with Naomi Wolf and the team over there. And we're going to start out the week really strong. Okay. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm going to do a bunch of Christmas decorating this weekend. I'm going to get everything up on the tree. It's pretty bare right now and just spend a lot of time with the family. And yeah, let's just unplug, get off the screens, get up with your family, get outside, get the fresh air. And remember everything online, it's, it's not all real. A lot of it is fake. Um, that's why it's so important just to be with real human beings and be out in the world and engage with human beings and uh, into that physical world because that's really where the battles are. All right. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back on Monday to do it all again right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. 
Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.